All right, welcome back to the Jam Unplugged edition of the Rooted in Podcast, uh, where we get to talk to our musicians who just finished doing a little performance in our studio at Ferguson's downtown. Uh, today, we had a very special guest, Eli, from the Indigo Kid Band. What's hey, up, Eli? Hey, what's up, Eric? How's it going? Pretty good. Just chilling. <laughs> well, how did you feel about that performance with us today? Pretty yeah, it was it was really good. I I liked all the plants and being surrounded by the plants and stuff and <laughs> it, it's the foliage. Yeah, the foliage. Um, yeah, dude, it was and it matched my outfit, which is probably like one of the more important things. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, like the pinup girl. Uh, oh, the the shirt. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, everyone everyone thinks this actually looks like my girlfriend. So it's like super weird. Everyone will think I got a custom shirt made with my girlfriend on it. And That's kind of creepy. Yeah, I'm just like, nah, man. Some guy at Savers had a custom <laughs> shirt with my girlfriend on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? so, That's not creepy at all. Yeah, it's, to- it's totally not. Cool. Well, yeah, thank you for uh, that performance. It was really cool. It was good to hear some original new stuff uh, and see you play in a raw setting, like uh, in a stripped-down form and... We had Sal in the house today. What's up, yeah. Sal? What's up, Sal? Sal was helping run sound today, and it was really easy for me because it helped take a lot of pressure off of me. Uh, usually, I'm trying to do 50 things at once doing this production, so I, I really feel good about today's uh, today's production, and I can't wait to see it all come together, especially with your performance, which was amazing, the four songs you did. Um Thanks, Let's just start with the basics. So let's start with uh, yourself and your name and... How did you? Uh, how did you get here? <laughs> oh man, isn't that a story? Okay, uh, <laughs> let's start uh, with the let's start with the name. Indigo okay. Kid Band. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. So um, yeah, so my name's Eli. The band is Indigo Kid. Two uh, D's at the uh, the end of Kid, and I think we just did that just because there was already other Indigo Kids out there and Indigo Children's. So we were just like, uh, let's just add a D and call it a day, you know? Hey, that works. Yeah, yeah. And the idea of the name, where did that come from? Oh, so, yeah, it's just, like, um, it's like a new age philosophy where you're, like, the the philosophy is that you're living your first life ever and that you're, you haven't been reincarnated before and the reason that you're being reincarnated into this, like, existence is to, like, save humanity, like, unwind some of, like, the wrongs that people have done. Awesome. You know, and that's yeah. kind of like what it means. And it, and uh, I'm not really like a super new agey person, but it was just such a cool concept just to be like, I'm going to live my life like this philosophy says these people are doing, you know, like to try to influence people to be better by just trying to be better, you know? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's, I hear uh, that uh, phrase um, applied to my own child who they yeah. call an indigo child because she's just, I guess in a sense, just super innocent. And the way she sees life is just to be nice and kind and help people. And it's just an innate thing that comes as a, as a, having the innocence of a child. Right. So it's kind yeah. of like having that, that mindset towards everything in life. And I think it's amazing. So it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so where are you from originally? Um, so I'm, I grew up in Yakima, Washington. Uh, so it's the east side. You sounded of very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, so a lot of people you don't move to Yakima for anything except to grow fruit. <laughs> That's the only reason. So like, you know, which is a good trade. Not yeah. gonna knock, knock, knock the fruit farmers, but yeah, no, totally. Like I, I, I just I descend from this, I guess, line of people that only farm 
that's just kind of like my family's thing. Their whole stay in this country has just been farming. Awesome. You know? do, you, do, you, do you have any farmers? Uh, do you have a green thumb at all? Or are you? No. Oh, I I don't know. So <laughs> it it like migrated. You know, like we uh, moved up there. My grandparents did because that's all they did was farm. And and then my dad was more into like playing football or he was into UFC and stuff. But like he's just very sporty. So that's that was his thing. Like Eli, gotcha. you gotta play football. You know, you gotta. Get your arms get beefy. good. Yeah, you got to get good so you can get a scholarship <laughs> and go to college or something, you know. Nice. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though. I mean, you're here now, right? So, yeah. Cool. Well, all right. So how would you describe yourself as a singer-songwriter? Um, uh, you know, I, I, I guess dark. Uh, I'm really interested in things that are... Like, you know, like original country, like they said, in order to do a country album, you got to sing about losing your girlfriend, losing your dog, your house burning down, your da-da-da. That's like the whole list of things that could go wrong. Yeah. And that's kind of, I think, what attracts me to music is being able to put out this message that's kind of dark, but also make it kind of like, well, I'm still here, still going, still, you know, and... (laughs) Still sitting here. And yeah, so I do, uh, I do compare my band a lot, I guess, to like Roy Orbison or something, like something where every song there, there's something that's bugging you there's something in life that's like d- you know making you feel whatever way and you have to figure it out yourself you know to keep 100%. moving on yeah for yeah. sure cool all right well um how long have you lived in vegas mm. four years four four, four years. and a half actually yeah i i love it here by the way I think Vegas is awesome. Well, isn't isn't Yakima like the desert of 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 Washington? Washington? Yeah, sorry, not yeah, because isn't yeah, Seattle yeah. like all of Washington? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I I do love that. I grew up loving Seattle, and uh, the fact that people here I'm from Washington, they go, oh, from Seattle. I I kind of love that association in a weird way. <laughs> Even like, though it's yes! the opposite of Seattle. <laughs> yeah, no, Yakima is like anti Seattle, which is why I think I like had this glorification for seattle growing up i was just like i'm gonna make a band it's gonna sound like nirvana i'm gonna move to seattle and then that's it yeah. history but, but then you ended up becoming uh your own singer songwriter and writing original music and i think that shows a lot of actually how you're right you're you're kind of anti-seattle you're kind of your own thing you're not just another grunge band you're not just another uh yeah. you know just another wannabe nirvana you you are original and you have fun great music and i think that's that comes from having that separation i think and growing up in a different environment that way so sure at least that's what i can see so oh yeah thanks yeah no it you know it comes with time you know i i think i think i really really liked that kind of thing growing up and i still really like it but my adult life i think has been figuring out why i'm not that and figuring out how to market myself differently that in a way that suits me you know there you go that's amazing i think there's nothing cooler than somebody from washington that is actually anti-seattle because that makes you cooler than the people that are in seattle which is how how do you how do you accomplish that right (laughs) (laughs) and you're doing it so good job so uh moving on we'll move on to the next question um what is what are some the inspirations uh you use when you're writing i know you talked about darkness and a little bit about uh you know, tell you know, showing people that kind of light or yeah. darkness of your music. But what what inspires you to write and create? 
You know, <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot. And I think it's a lot of different things that don't make any sense. Because, like, we just released this cover of Believe by Cher. And I, great, great cover, by the way. I've heard it live. It's amazing. <laughs> Dang, yeah, like, I love that song. Like, I, it's super weird. Like, some people think that, oh, man, good thing you made that song. You probably can't listen to the original version, right? And I'm like, no, I actually, like, love that song. And I was just, <laughs> I just wanted to play it the way I would play it. Shout out, Cher. Shout out to Cher. Like, I, I love that song. And, uh, and I think, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that inspires me is I really like, um, so like with that song, I think the, the phrase that resonated with me is when she says, it's sad that you're leaving. It takes time to believe it. And I think it's just, I feel like that phrase hit me in such an honest way. Cause I feel like I remember thinking that in my life, you know, like, man, it's sad. It's going to take some time to get over this, you know, but eventually, you know, that's what life is. You're trying to get over stuff and it just takes time. <laughs> it takes time. Yeah. And that phrase just caught me, you know? And that's amazing. I mean, that's uh, that's good. It's like you're pulling inspiration from it's places where some people would be like, that's just like a pop song or whatever. Yeah. And it's that's one of those songs that if you hear enough, you want to kind of turn the radio off after yeah. you've heard it a million times. But in actuality, it's a great song. And it's, it's, it's a good it's pop song. Well-written. Yeah. It's super catchy. And the yep. message is great. It's a great message. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, um, guess, I guess that's where it would come down to. It's like I've been getting inspired lately by a lot of different things. And some people w- wouldn't expect me to listen to like share and just be like whoa <laughs> you know <laughs> you know that's it <laughs> and that's that was, that's been like my life recently is just like yeah share is like super inspiring or you know like four non blondes like i totally i have been so inspired by this song you know just not being pretentious about it so would you open. say would you, would you say oh i mean four non blondes is amazing too so would you say that's kind of like a the end of the 90s era kind of inspiration that's kind of captured like of of I, like almost not, not not pop music but like a mix of pop rock i would say what i what i've been really getting to i think is is i love it when artists are like vulnerable and honest i think a lot of female artists like i think these songs get kind of written for them, but also when they write their own music, it does come off the same way. There's like this lack of ego in explaining yourself as to where I think when a man writes a song, typically you got to like write the song and then you have to be like, Oh, but you know, I'm like super cool. So I was totally fine, you know? And that's like, (laughs) but like sometimes like your ego isn't what gets you through, or that's actually one of the things you have to shed, you know? And a lot of female artists, I think, portray that better like there was this a uh, band i grew up listening to called land of talk and she does a great job at at writing songs and leaving it there like being like i feel this way it's really sad that i feel this way hopefully i can get over it someday but this is where i'm at right now yeah it's like straightforward uh egoless yes i love that so much that's awesome that's like that's i think that's totally true it rings true with a lot of female artists they write straight from the heart instead of a mass covering up yep. their feelings and that that i mean that's that's it's kind of strange because you can get into a whole uh dynamic of how men have to feel the need to mask yeah. our emotions a lot and that's for sure a lot of the reasons why a lot of songs come out the way they do i believe with a lot of male artists because it's them kind of yeah. masking that hurt and masking their you know what i mean hiding yeah. all those emotions and that you can hear that come out in their music but with a lot of female writers it's all there you know, yeah. and their songs, it just comes straight out. And you're, you're like, wow, you're not, that's yeah, straight from the heart. They're not afraid to look like, they're not afraid of this like notion that we all have of like weakness because we misconstrue weakness, I think. I think weakness would be denying yourself these feelings, 
you know and that was one thing i I dated this girl for a bit who who had a a complex about feeling weak or being weak you know And, and at the end of the day i'd be like but wouldn't you be so much stronger if you just like faced all this Rather right. than trying to hide it all the time around every turn, hoping no one finds out that this is how you actually feel about this. And then she broke up with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I said X, but <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, no one tells me how to live my life. <laughs> this is over. I'm kidding. All right, all right. Let's move on. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, let's talk a little bit about your creative process uh, yeah. and how this uh, happens on your. On your uh, on the level of when you start to write a song, or when you you know uh, maybe a melody catches in your head, uh-huh. uh, and where does that take place? Oof. Oh, mostly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, usually uh, when songs get really fleshed out, it's with the guys. We all get together and we jam a bit, and uh, that's but then a good way to do it. Yeah, uh, I try to imagine. I guess I'm writing like a play or something and uh, i'm sitting i try to imagine that i'm in a moment in time and that i'm writing in that moment in time and that's kind of how i write a lot of my songs is is i write them like i'm not not eli right now wasn't writing the song eli that was sitting in that car watching like the ambulance go by or something or whatever he, so you're he's putting your plate you're putting yourself in in that place at yeah. that time yeah, kind of, kind of like characterizing myself in a way to like then write the song. Like, you know, like Eli from this moment is writing the song, and that's whose perspective he's using. You know, for sure. And this is what he sees, and this is what he knows, and awesome. that's how he's writing the song. You know, that's a great way to do it. Awesome. So, I mean, and and everybody has like different ways of doing things. So, I mean, um, that's why we kind of throw this question in there. And also, also, where does where does that occur? Do you have do 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 you have a recording studio at all? Do oh. you write in your room? Do, does things start coming together just in your head and you just put them down on paper? <laughs> it actually happens at work a lot. So if you nice. ever like come into mothership and I like just go, I get a piece of paper and rip it, grab a Sharpie and just start frantically like scribbling shit. There's plenty of time to <laughs> think when you're at work. Yeah. Right? So, or, or like sometimes there's even not time to think, but I have to act busy and then, Pretend I'm like grabbing some cups under here and just be like, oh. uh, <laughs> looked in the room, found that thing. Yeah, da, da, da. Nice. Yeah. Nobody notices, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we won't, we won't, we won't, we'll, we'll make sure nobody finds out that you're doing that on their time. So I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, they're actually, you know, we, we're really good friends with everybody there. So and I, I know that place is great for creativity and they definitely would love that you're you know using your yeah. time wisely <laughs> yeah yeah right no i still get my job done <laughs> for sure no yeah i've never not gotten right served stuff. when i go there and you're working so <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's move on real quick to another question um if you have uh locally who have you collabed with if not who would you want to collaborate with? if any or if not are you st- planning to stick to your guns with the nugo kid uh, okay um all right okay <laughs> I have a f- I have a few people I've been kind of collabing with a little bit uh, or thinking about it, and one of the guys is a guy named Ryan. He's in this band called Fanes in town. Cool. He's been doing some like bedroom pop stuff, and uh, he was gonna send me some of it so I could look it over. I know the Indigo Kid was actually gonna do a song that had room for like a, a rapping part. The the joke that we had was like the the first part of the song is like a lo-fi hip hop song. 
and then it picks up into a rock song. And I talked to Hassan about possibly like laying some like rap vocals down, but I want him to do it in like the rock part. So like at the lo-fi hip hop, like sounding part at the beginning, it'll still just be like this droney, like indigo kid being kind of droney lo-fi hip hop. And then just as soon as it gets like super rock song, Hassan's going to get in there. I like it. I think that would be like super cool. For sure. (laughs) Shout out Hassan. Yeah, for sure. Hassan Hamilton. Yeah. He's definitely uh, been big part of Ferguson's and he's also going to be on the show as well uh, eventually. So yeah. So that's awesome. Cool. Um, Let's kind of, this kind of goes into the next question too. So as far as the scene goes uh, and uh, what you're doing with music, what's your big vision for music and what your plans are? Um, Yeah. uh, I think uh, it's really hard to tell because the world is so weird right now. I want to be just like a touring band, like a band that goes on tour that makes that a regular thing. Uh, I also, we've been pushing this like hashtag lately and we just want to, keep calling ourselves party goth because <laughs> we think that would be like it's like yeah you know it's like super nihilistic nothing matters we're all gonna die this is a simulation but then also like but you know also have fun with it yeah definitely. <laughs> you know that's awesome <laughs> you only get like one of them as far as we know so there's still well. co- there's still confetti involved even though it's like black and silver yeah <laughs> no like that's kind of like the my vision for us is lately has just been like i just want to be party goth <laughs> I, I can't wait to see that uh, actually a genre under a category is next time I look for music because that, that'll be definitely be rad. a thing. You guys could turn that into a thing. So that's awesome. Um, <laughs> what about uh, in Las Vegas as a whole? How do you feel about the scene here? What do you Would you like to see anything changed or do you like the way things are going? What is what is your view of this Las Vegas local music scene? Um, I, I So I think they're like... About the scene, I like the scene. I know that it's really, like, splintered sometimes, you know? Like, there will be, like, bands that don't even know bands from another scene in this town, like, exist. Which, I guess maybe that's in every town. And maybe the reason it seems so blatant is just because Vegas' scene seems a bit smaller sometimes, you know? So, it's like... It's like a small town, big city kind of thing going on here. I mean, if you're like me and you don't know anybody and you just get here and I like i stalked everybody like i got into this town and i was just like all right instagram facebook just yeah that's i mean that's that's the best way to do it because you got to figure out who's doing what i mean yeah yeah and i mean it's it's cool though like uh, the cool thing the thing that sucks about this town is the entertainment on the strip makes it hard to find things right you can't just hashtag las vegas because there's so many different things out there yeah and so that that's the thing that sucks, but I all, I'm hopeful like through this like period of time that what, it's gonna. And I'd say you've you've done a good job of finding the heart of the scene too, and being able to, uh, more or less, not really. I wouldn't say infiltrate, but you're more. Uh, I guess <laughs> some people call it infiltrate. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had people just be like. It's kind of evil what you've done. I'm just like, nah, no, man, no, I just no. had to it, figure out. It's assimilating to the to yeah. the to the to the scene, and because I mean, yeah. I did the same thing when I moved here. Yeah, I didn't know anybody other than a group of friends that I had, and uh, you know, like I had already been in the music industry for years before I moved here. So I was mm-hmm. like, 
you know, I kind of had the same idea. Like I know kind of what I need to do, but at the same time, you got to be cautious and not step on anybody's toes and kind of, you know, so, I mean, and it's, that's just all part of it. So, and I think you've been doing a good job and you're in the right place. You're in the heart of downtown. You work at Ferguson's. You've done a lot of shows here and the shows you've done like at Bunkhouse, things like that. Like you're on the right track is what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, no, I mean that I do really like, what I ended up finding and falling into and in Vegas is one of my honestly up to now, like my favorite cities I've just had a chance to live in, be in, you know? And when I go other places, like when we're on tour, it's cool being in a new place every day, but also I'm just like, God damn, I just miss, like, I miss (laughs) my place. This is dumb. (laughs) You know, I don't want to sleep in a van. Yeah. Well, sleep in my renovated motel apartment. (laughs) that's that's how it is that's that's life on the road though right yeah yeah cool all right so uh well cool i think like you said you're on the right path i like we said you're on the right path and you're doing the right thing stick to that um let's move on to something a little different and kind of to wrap everything up um what new songs do you have out i mean i know we heard some new stuff today so if you want to share with that uh share with the people that stuff yeah, so a couple months ago, we uh, we went to Sonic Ranch. Uh, we recorded some tracks. Texas. What? In Texas. In Texas, yeah, dude. Uh, the AAS recorded in the same room we recorded in, so we were just pumped the whole time. But, That's amazing. Dude, it was so much fun. And uh, so we we recorded some songs, We uh, and a lot of them were the ones I played today, like uh, Take Out the Trash, the first one I played, that was like the first one I think that came together Sonic Ranch and uh, uh, Nectar or Poison that one that I did and The Rain is Okay I Am Okay we, we all did those at Sonic Ranch and we're going to be releasing them in the next few months awesome where can we uh, look out for them it's probably going to be Spotify and we're probably going to be doing it as singles you know I yeah. feel like we honestly think that's just the future of releasing music is just you know, we can tie them together retroactively, but we're just going to stick with releasing singles and just... I think that's just the smart move for bands right now because, yeah. you know, it's, uh, releasing albums is just a tedious task in itself. And, and then and it might not do anything. Right. You might put it out there and then it's it. You don't get another chance. It's out there. You failed. <laughs> you know? <You're laughs> 100%. Like... I feel that. So I think yeah. sticking to the single route is uh, definitely the move for the times right now. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, also, where can people find you guys online and your Instagram and all that stuff? Yes. So I think it's uh, unlike TikTok and Instagram, I think we stick with Indigo Kid Band. And then um, I think it's just Indigo Kid on Facebook and on Spotify. Yeah, just Indigo Kid. Just make sure that second D's in there. Kidded. Kidded. Three D's all together. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much, Eli, for coming through uh, and doing your performance today. It was awesome. I can't wait for people to see it. Um, Thank you for sitting down with me and having a little chit-chat afterwards as well. Uh, Thanks, Sal. You're in the building. What's (laughs) up? What's up, For doing our sound today. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will see you guys next time on the Jam Unplugged edition of the Rooted In podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Instagram, at Ferguson's downtown as well that you can find all the links to everything on there and as well make sure you follow Eli and Indigo Kid Band all their stuff's online so amazing I've been following them for a while love everything they do thanks again for coming through yeah thanks for having me once again yeah we'll get you back again too so sweet thank you guys for listening peace peace